Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. Hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio by my team member, broker owner, pseudo mom, Sharon McNamara. <laughs> Hello there. How Hello. are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, George, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you guys? If I was doing any better, I would be on vacation, but um, actually we're doing good, um, and we have a special guest in with us tonight, so um, to all of our WATD listeners, uh, we just want to let you know that we're switching gears a little bit. I did have a conversation with Rob Hackler this morning when I called in uh, for our promo, and yes, we are a real estate office, but as you know, when COVID started, we did a lot of you know, donating basically the, the time that I have here with with all of our WATD listeners to COVID and, you know, everything that was going on. And I can only imagine how our guest feels because I am extremely emotional about this too. Um, and we are going to be discussing, you know, some, you know, the situation over in Ukraine. And it is without a doubt, the most awful thing that any of us have ever witnessed. And I can't imagine being from there and having to see it all and, all you have is your voice here in the United States to try to help your family, your friends, your neighbors to come out of this alive, first and foremost. And I have goosebumps going through my whole entire body right now. So come out of this as a Ukrainian. And I have to tell you, I have never witnessed a stronger, stronger community. And we're talking about an entire country, right? I haven't seen anything so strong and so so powerful that you don't want to give up your country because you believe in it that you're fighting and fighting and fighting just to keep what belongs to you. Um, so with that said, I do want to introduce somebody who is um, absolutely stunningly beautiful, by the way. 
<laughs> you are absolutely stunningly you, beautiful. And she is very emotional tonight, so I do want our listeners to understand that. Um, we were planning on having her on for, you know, the full show tonight until 7 p.m. However, um, the emotions are so high today that we're, we're not sure. So, you know, we're going to go as far as we can, mm-hmm. and we're going to respect you and your emotions and everything that you and your family are going through. I had been texting your husband um, a couple times just saying, so, you know, my prayers, my family's prayers, we're all with you and all of the Ukraine. Thank you so much. I I honestly appreciate the help from the community, help from Massachusetts, help from the South Shore. First of all, I want to thank Melissa and I want to thank Sharon. Yeah. for giving me this chance to actually uh, give some information to you guys. Mm -hmm. I get uh, text messages and phone calls all day saying how can anyone help Ukraine at this devastating moment for the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the time when the country is fighting for democracy and not just for democracy in Ukraine, but Mm -hmm. all over the world. This time we are trying to raise some uh, medications to send them over to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. The logistics are so tough. Uh, I know a lot of people are trying to bring clothing and diapers and pet foods. There's a problem that there's just one location where all these items can arrive and it's in Poland. Right in front of the border, there's a huge line of trucks, Mm -hmm. and the priority is going to medications. Mm -hmm. And especially coming from the United States, there's shipment that comes just, the main shipment comes from uh, New Jersey, Mm -hmm. and the place is called uh, called Mist. Mm -hmm. If you translate it from Ukrainian, it calls bridge. So this is the bridge from uh, United States to Western Ukraine. Mm -hmm. We haven't... Uh, and I know everyone is doing a great job working with nonprofits. And I wanted to um, give some information that all the nonprofits that are, that currently working in Ukraine, uh, you can find them on our website uccn.org. This is uh, the website for Ukrainian uh, New England Cultural Center. And as you can see, all these nonprofits are actually on their website. Okay. So those are the ones that actually have the nonprofit status in United States. Okay. And what we were looking, even when we know some nonprofits uh, on the ground and they work directly with communities, what happens that they're not registered with United States as nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you, you actually have to file with yep. IRS. And here all that, yeah. to, to actually work here. So, mm-hmm. um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to stop for just one second so you can take a breath. And we're going to let Melissa introduce you first. We oh, should have done sure. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. so let, let everybody know who, who we have here with us, our special guest tonight. 
Okay, so tonight we have Olena Bethany. Um, mm-hmm. She is uh, amazing, uh-huh. as you can as you can tell already. But um, we actually know your husband, Christopher Bethany. He is a local builder around here. Um, we have some great connections with him. He listens to the show. I hope he's uh, listening tonight and watching <laughs> us. We're live on Facebook, um, and you know he he calls us every once in a while. And um, and Sharon, I believe you were in a conversation with him, and mm-hmm. and he was explaining, you know, because you're from you. Ukraine, um, and that you know, you, I'm friends with him on Facebook, so I see all the things that he is saying about you and how wonderful you are, and all the wonderful things that you are doing for your country, not just your family and your friends that are still there. Um, but you know, we wanted to give you an opportunity, of, um, you know, and a platform to sort of raise awareness for the things that you are going to be doing here locally that that we can. Um, bring over to, bridge. to the Ukraine, we bridge, that bridge. bridge over yes. to Ukraine. Um, and I did see um, your a couple of, you've been on the different news channels and things like that. And one of them I was watching the other day and I could, I can feel your emotion through your words. And it's like this pleading that we're doing. And I don't really want to get it too much into politics because I'm not sure <laughs> which way would go right now for me on that. Because Honestly, there were times when I I literally said to my husband, like, look look at these children. I, I need to adopt these people. How can we get these people from Poland to here? So, like, we have extra rooms in our home. Like, how, how can we? Everyone wants to help. And I could feel through your words when you were on the news just that raw emotion of, like, please help us. And we should be helping you. We really should be. Um, I'm just going to give the phone number. If if you have any comments or questions about this topic, uh, please feel free to call. George is in the studio right now. Um, again, we're trying to keep everything very, you know, um, mild here just because we want to respect, you know, your your emotions too. So 781-837-4900. So you, you did grow up in Ukraine. Do you, um, can you just let our listeners know exactly where in Ukraine you are from, how long you've been here in America? Sure. All that. And repeat your name and your name. People are texting us oh, to okay. ask you to repeat your name uh, and all your information. My name is Alina Bethany and currently I live in Duxbury and I'm a Ukrainian American <laughs> living here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of tough to explain the way we were all growing up. Because mm-hmm. um, you grew up during this, you were part of the Soviet Union. Yes, I was a part of the Soviet Union. So when I'm telling someone that I was from Soviet Union, there were 15 republics. Mm-hmm. Ukraine was one of them. Yeah. Russia was another republic. So it mm-hmm. wasn't Ukraine part of Russia. It was like federation of yeah. different states. Mm-hmm. And Ukraine was one of them. During that time, our parents used to work. It wasn't working for Ukraine. It was working for Soviet Union. Union yep. So it was about the same as traveling between states. Mm-hmm. So if you work in Massachusetts, you can actually transfer to Arizona. Yeah. Yep. Those type of things. So when this changes, before Soviet Union broke up, we ended up being in Turkmenistan, mm-hmm. and that's where I was born. Uh, my parents were both in Air Force, mm-hmm. and that's where the location for Air Force was located. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
actually my grandparents used to live in Ukraine all the time and my father was raised there mm -hmm. and every summer since I was a newborn I would spend in Ukraine mm -hmm. and the time happened when Soviet Union broke in 1991 mm -hmm. I was in a second grade mm -hmm. and my mom said to me you have to leave Turkmenistan because it was a after Soviet Union, it became a close country. Yeah. Became exactly what Russia is right now. Yeah. So, um, my parents sent me to Ukraine, and that's where I went to school. But everyone is saying, how do we all speak Russian? My generation. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of considering myself older generation. Because mm -hmm. you speak five languages. I do speak five languages, mm -hmm. but when we were at school, it doesn't matter which... Uh, republic you were in mm -hmm. but you were supposed to know russian as your second language okay it was mandatory at school mm -hmm. so when the soviet union broke i actually uh ended up to be in ukraine and that's why i'm treating it as my home country and i love it and i cannot believe what is happening right now Mm -hmm. I just want people to understand that Ukraine is not this small country that no one knows what's happening. Mm -hmm. Ukraine is actually the same size as Texas. Mm -hmm. And the population of Ukraine is bigger than in California. It's, mm -hmm. I would say right now it's about 40 million people. Mm -hmm. So my biggest confusion is that I, used, uh, I actually um, came from... The, the state that is called Sumy, we mm -hmm. call it oblast, not state. Yeah. There are 25 states. Mm -hmm. We are actually right on the border. And why I'm so emotional? Because right the second my my hometown is being bombed, oh. uh, mm. and I'm I just okay, want to I just yep. want to get up in the morning and I want to see my friends. Mm -hmm having the green button next to them on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I know they, they are still responding. Um, so have you been able to communicate with family and friends there? I, I want to tell big thank you to Elon Musk <laughs> for what, what he did. <laughs> thank you, Elon. <laughs> what he did is unreal because when Russian occupants invaded Ukraine, they started attacking Wi-Fi towers and destroying uh, everything where people can get communication from. Mm -hmm. And Elon Musk <laughs> brought us a system that we can be connected to the satellite so nice. people can use Facebook, yeah. internet, and see the news. And especially right now, it's, it's extremely hard to talk to people because they feel like the phones are being, everything that they're writing is being watched. Watched, yeah. Even when we raise money for nonprofits, even in the United States, they cannot confirm where it went and which route it's going because they're under attack. They want to make sure that it gets to people and yep. they actually have to hide their names, have mm -hmm. to hide to whom it's going, have to hide who's got money. Yeah. And... The biggest thing that everyone is speaking Ukrainian right now, because I want you to understand that Ukrainian is extremely different language from Russian. Mm -hmm. Russians do not understand Ukrainian. Oh, they do not. They do not. But 
Ukrainians understand Russian. Yep. And that is our, I would say, number one priority nowadays to write everything in Ukrainian and speak in Ukrainian. Yep. Because a lot of Russians coming over, changing their clothing and saying they're locals. Oh. And people are saying, say this word. <laughs> yeah. And they cannot say, say it because they don't, they don't understand what it means and they cannot even pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, but get into... So with the areas right now, so your hometown, our state, so to speak, mm-hmm. is currently under attack and being shelled and bombed. Yes. The people who are getting out, I mean, if you're on, you know, that eastern border, like getting over to Poland is not easy. It's not easy at all because what's happening, there's a big amount of people Mm -hmm. living in each town. It's extremely compact. If anyone was in Europe, they'll understand. Mm -hmm. It's small streets, uh, small towns. It's not really much... uh, open field yeah so when people are trying to get out from the town mm-hmm. and it's limited amount of buses so they would say you have two hours to get out so how many buses you can put in yeah so because that's what they're doing right so russia is supposedly not bombing you have like this open time frame where yes. this is going to be a path for our residents to leave and but they're still attacking those they're still attacking them and what happened in they're not keeping their word. They're still attacking civilians. It doesn't matter if it's elderly, if it's small children. <sighs> I just don't know how you can be a, such an animal. Animal. Yeah. And I think even animals don't kill for nothing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, mm-hmm. It is, as I said, Again, to all IWATD listeners, um, I just want to let you know we're taking a different route tonight. We are not talking real estate because, honestly, when you think about what's going on in not-so-far-away world of ours in Ukraine, what really matters here and the things that we can complain about and the issues that we're concerned about really don't matter when there are all these lives and children and And I don't even know that animal is the West word, but I do know, like, probably can't say exactly what I want to say because we're on the radio live. That's that's what I'm trying to keep myself together. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, you know, with the, you know, the the maternity hospital and the children and innocent people who just want the best for their families as well, um, there has to be a way to stop this madman. And... But in the meantime, I think it's important that we understand what we can do to help. And um, again, to IWATD listeners, we have, I want to make sure I'm saying it right, Alana, right? Elena. Elena Bethany, uh, who is on with us, and she is, uh, she did grow up in Ukraine. She is a U.S. citizen. Uh, Your mom is here, I think Chris was telling me. Your sister is here. Um, You've been on a lot of the television uh, news stations as well. And... um, we're happy to have you here as a guest and we want to help spread the word and do whatever we can. I mean, when Chris reached out to me the other day, I it it's funny because I get a lot of phone calls, as you can imagine, as being the broker owner of Boston Connect and we want to be part of the community. And sometimes you're like, oh, geez, you know, not that you feel that way, like, oh, something, here's another thing, here's another thing, you know what I mean? People always need something. But when he called, I felt honored that he called us because he he probably knows like we will do whatever we can to help and i know you're trying to put together 
a drive from medical supplies because my worrying concern is when I did a little research, I was like, how do I help the Ukraine? Boy, there are a lot of places you can donate to, but you don't know if they're true. That's why uh, I'm given this website that mm-hmm. is actually, it's, it's Ukrainian New England Cultural Center. Even if you Google it, mm-hmm. you, you can see it's not just uh, non-profit companies, but as well, uh, they have the list of items that yep. they they are requesting. And I know the list is overwhelming, but it's there not it just for uh, individuals, but it's for the companies as well. Mm-hmm. If somebody has a ability to put together uh, some items as well. If you go to Amazon, to nonprofit uh, organizations, mm-hmm. and um, I know for sure that Sunflower of Peace, uh, mm-hmm. they are uh, having their own page on the Amazon Smile, mm-hmm. and they have the items that are being uh, shipped directly from Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and they're working uh, direct with airlines. Uh, and mm. people are yeah. traveling with bags, and I want to thank all the airlines that are sending all these bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, what airlines are still open? Like what um, airport? Like that's one of my questions. Are the airports open, or are they only getting things through Poland through trucks? That is the only way to get in. That's why we haven't such a bad logistics issue. Um, even my town from the border with Poland yeah. is 600 miles. That's, yeah, that's far. It's the same distance as driving from Boston to Virginia. Mm-hmm. So let's assume that it would take you in normal time, 12 hours by car to get there. Now you're in a situation when you cannot even drive Safely. anywhere. So what we are, we are doing, and I explained it to Melissa, my family is helping direct. Uh, we're helping the surgeon. I'm not. I'm not going to say his name, and I'm not going to say the area because yeah. <laughs> this is for their safety. Yep. Um, but what happens? People cannot even get the money through town halls and even through ATMs because the amount of bombing that is going on, they cannot even come out and get it. Mm-hmm. So it could be assigned like one or two people from the town that people are getting money on their credit card oh, yeah. and they were able to call another state and before the humanitarian aid comes to them if they need something to buy it in emergency on emergency basis uh-huh. they're risking their own lives to uh-huh. drive somewhere, somewhere and pick it up uh-huh. but they have no other choice than uh-huh. to do it and uh-huh. a lot and i just wanted to explain i know that the the refugee crisis is is unbelievable and it's devastating for everyone mm-hmm. but the way we were raised and i know it's tough with, with real estate business but yeah. people do not sell their houses yeah it goes from generation to generation mm-hmm. and it's i would say the history repeats itself because the second world war started in ukraine yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's just it wasn't so long ago. Yep. My grandfather was in the Second World War, and I know a lot of people from the United States, and not just from the United States, from all over the world, were fighting in this battle. Mm-hmm. 
and right now it, the same thing is happening mm -hmm. that's why I'm I'm speechless because I cannot imagine genocide of the population in 21st century when everything is on TV yeah everything is controlled electronically and with it's brazen beyond words and i know that um christine james is actually listening in and she is she takes care of a lot of the news um you know the news station at watd so christine if you have any questions or anything like that that you'd like to contribute to this um please feel free um to call in and we'll certainly let you you know ask your questions and everything because we want to make sure that we're doing this justice because it deserves so much um it, it deserves the time that you need to to get the help that you need. So, um, again, 781-837-4900. Uh, and Mel, why don't you, you have some questions in particular? Or? Well, I know that um, Christopher, your husband, had uh, reached out to you, Sharon, mm -hmm. um, you know, as having Boston Connect be a place where people could, um, you know, drop off some donations. So, um, what what is it that you are organizing here locally that, you you know, people who are listening or anywhere, because we're going to promote it every day until, mm -hmm. you know, it happens. Um, you know, what is it that you're organizing that we can be sort of a drop-off for you? What kind of donations are you looking for? Oh, I think someone's... Yep. Do we have somebody, George? Yes, we have Christine. Oh. Hey, Hey, Christine, I'm sorry to call you out like that, but um, this is definitely your wheelhouse. So um, I'm just so happy that you were able to call in. Well, I was uh, glad that you uh, asked me to join. And again, I was listening. I was uh, fascinated by the story. And when she, when your guest said that she was talking, and right as we were speaking, that her own hometown was being bombed, that just that went right to my heart. I, yeah. I think she's got a lot of guts, and I think she's got a lot of courage for coming on the air and doing this, just wanting to help people. I think people who are listening probably want to know what's the best thing that they can do to contribute to help Ukraine. Because I think a lot of people feel like they want to do something, but they don't know what exactly to do. Christine, thank you so much for question. Um, as I said, the, most of the nonprofits, and I want people to understand, everything that is posted online, it doesn't mean that it's true. Mm -hmm. Not all the nonprofits are the right nonprofits. Even right. I know the situations that people are saying it's a nonprofit, but it's not. That's why I'm, I'm sending people to Ukrainian Cultural Center for the verified nonprofits, the one that for sure work, and they have the links to get there. The second thing is, um, because we have just one route from New Jersey to uh, Ukraine, and because of the logistics of the trucks being stuck and not having an ability to get in. I'm asking people not to donate any clothing. And I will, I will tell you why. It takes two months to get clothing to Ukraine. And what's gonna happen, they have the same weather as here. You can imagine this is April right now. Mm -hmm. In two months, we're gonna be May, June so all the jackets and coats mm -hmm. are not going to be uh, necessary. Uh, necessary at all. And it's uh, the way everyone is explaining. We still have a lot of storages with clothing and everything. It's the necessities. And the necessities are um, 
medical aid and uh, some items that are actually yep, put, put in on the yep. Amazon Smile as yep. well. That's mm -hmm. why they're updating them all the time. Yep. I keep following, I'm, I, I keep touching base with my friends and with uh, uh, government organizations inside the country. And what happens, they're saying, oh my God, we had a problem with bandages today, but mm -hmm. the next day they get the big shipment. So they're saying, we don't need this anymore, now we need, need this. Uh, Advil or any, anything else. I'm just saying that it, it changes every every single day. Let me just um, ask you a question here. I know that one person who was running, I think it was a venture capitalist in Boston, was talking about they need American dollars. They need money. And I know some people were actually booking uh, uh, Airbnb with no intention, of course, of ever going there to just to be able to put cash in people's accounts and other people were actually making sure that they had connections where they were actually mm -hmm. getting cash to people. Is that still something that is doable right now because of the situation? I know for sure it is doable and a lot of people uh, that are going to Poland and now it's not just Poland, it's through Europe and I know some people already arrived to United States. Uh, what is happening that they need a place to stay. A lot of them are still uh, at the bus stations and I would say the way I'm looking, uh, I'm not just watching uh, news here, I'm yeah. constantly watching news in Ukraine mm -hmm. and uh, I'm always saying to my husband that news over here are two days behind. Oh. Everything that is happening, there are more things that are going on that they just do not disclose it to public. And over here, you have to verify it three times to make sure yep. before you say mm -hmm. it. Um, a lot of people are coming back home. What's happening right now, uh, we know that the central Ukraine is a safe zone. So a lot of folks are actually giving out. We have, uh, mm -hmm. we have summer camps that are still vacant. Mm -hmm. We have hotels that are vacant, and a lot of countries are actually supporting and giving those places to folks that are coming back. Oh, I see, yeah. So it's just, I would say the five major states that have been under attack, and the biggest thing is those are Russian-speaking states. Okay. The ones that supported Russian culture always, and they would not go against Russia. Mm-hmm. But now, when they're saying, why would you destroy us and bomb us, we don't want to go there anymore. Yeah. So why they're saying, like, Russian, why they're saying, because what's happening, they post phone conversations that are being recorded oh, by Ukrainian government. And yeah. what they're saying, that they're, they're, the army, the Russian army is devastated and they want to leave. Mm -hmm. And what the orders are from their commandment is to keep, keep bombing Russian-speaking cities, so they start running to Russia. Mm -hmm. Because the whole war was, we are there to save Russian-speaking. Yeah. So they're more upset. I don't want to say upset, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just saying it in a, in a soft kind Sorry, of word. Yeah. They want people to start running, and people are coming out and saying, you're terrorists. We would not go abroad. Mm -hmm to Russia will rather die. Yep. That's what it comes to. 
and that is I think being seen. Go ahead, Christine. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I was just going to jump in, and then I'm going to I'm going to hang up again. But if you could again name that one. A good organization that people need to contact if they want to help. If you can let our listeners know again who that is. Uh, uh, Christine, uh, the, it's Ukrainian New England Cultural Center. Okay. okay. And on that side, when you go in, you, uh, I say that there are eight nonprofits. Each one does different things. Right. One is coordinating just. Uh, uh, nonprofits for children. Another one is coordinating uh, military supply. Another one is coordinating the uh, medical help for the doctors. Another one is for hospitals. Another one is for refugees. I am not endorsing any one of them because each one of them is doing different, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. different job. Yeah. Here's a for instance, Christine. I'm looking at the printout that um, yeah. she had given me. So one is. When you go on to this, donate to the UACC. So that's the main website. Um, this is the Ukrainian American Coordinating Council, and it's donate to help provide helmets and body armor for the armed forces of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Then there's another one in here. Uh, let's see. It's a received, uh, revived soldiers of Ukraine donate to help severely wounded Ukrainian soldiers with medical needs, rehabilitation, equipment, and housing. There's another one in here to donate to provide urgent help and support in face of an extreme and unforeseen situation in Ukraine. There's some in here for the children and there's, you know, there's quite a few in here. So at least you know that these are the real ones. This one here is donate to Sunflower of Peace to um, donate to prepare first aid medical tactical backpacks for paramedics and doctors on the front lines. Oh, so, that's right, yeah. Good yeah. website. I want, Sharon, I'm going to jump off here because I want you to finish up your show, but thank you so much for letting me join in with your guest. And I have to say, you've got a lot of guts, and I admire you for it. Mm. I really Kristen, admire thank, you for it. Kristen, thank you so much. I, I can tell you one thing, and it's not like I didn't want to start it earlier, I, I think I just coming out to the real life right now, and I think it's my country and my friends were in deep shock for the first week. I just I think I lost track of days and what is actually going on, um, and I think I have to be stronger. And all my friends they know I'm not this public speaker, and I'm not. It's going to be selfish of me to actually sit down and not to say a word. If this is the only thing that I can do to help Ukrainian people, and it's not just Ukrainian people, it's a multicultural country. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of Americans living there, a lot of Europeans living there, and Ukraine is, is a land of freedom and democracy. And everyone is enjoying it. It's it's amazing culture. And I hope, guys, when this war is over, and it will be over, and when Ukraine is rebuilt, this would be an amazing place to come and see it and visit. And it's it's yeah. unbelievable place. I cannot I cannot I, say. I, I absolutely agree. My my brother-in-law did some work with the U.S. Treasury and spent two years there, and, and he says exactly what you were saying about strong people, resilient people, smart mm -hmm. people. And I'm going to sign off with that, and I wish you good luck and God bless. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you. Christine. Um, again, to IWAT, to listeners, that was our one and only um, Christine James.
from WATD, and we thank her for sort of coming in here. Um, and again, talking about some of those items. And again, talking about the logistics is really helping because I do feel like people are seeing like these, you know, people with, you know, just the clothes on their back, and it doesn't make sense to send clothing right now. I didn't know about that whole timeline of how long it takes to get there. When you do put together all the logistics of the medical supplies, and Melissa has a full list here mm -hmm. that she'll um, read off some things, what is the time frame to get those items there? And you said medical sort of jumps ahead in this long line of donations and trucks? No one knows how long it takes, but it is still expedited. Mm -hmm. So right now, this place missed in New Jersey I want you to know that it's not just Massachusetts sending supplies mm -hmm. there. Yeah. It's United States sending supplies there. Mm -hmm. So you can just imagine the line, the amount of mm -hmm. boxes that they are receiving. Mm -hmm. And it's not just even like uh, um, we're going to have a, a medical drive for medical supplies this uh, upcoming Tuesday. March 22nd in Duxbury at the Church of mm -hmm. the St. Paul of the Nazarene. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank Pastor uh, Jeremy and Alyssa, and I want to thank the board uh, for letting us do this uh, fundraiser. Not not the fundraiser, yeah. medical supply. Medical supplies, yeah. Medical supply raise. And, and we're going to have it uh, on March 22nd from 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. And when we are trying to put medication together, we're going to need a help of the pharmacist to actually sort it mm. in different boxes. Um, the reality is that the brand names mm. here are not the same oh. there. So even like uh, a lot of medications that even if you go to get like CVS brand, yeah, um, it doesn't mean that they have the same medication. So mm -hmm. you have to write it down what is it for because the names amounts mm -hmm. everything is different. different so like ibuprofen like a cvs brand ibuprofen is gonna be something yes, different it, there right so like we take for the uh, ukrainians <laughs> like really really like to be um not using medications yeah they really live in a herbal like yeah, holistic. more holistic more holistic yeah. holistic so, so yeah. we, we all like right now <sighs> ukraine is a big agricultural country and it mm -hmm. supplies most of the grains most yeah. of the sugar and i want to explain the meaning of the sunflower to everyone mm. that the sunflower is the symbol of ukraine because ukraine is the biggest supplier of the sunflower oil Mm -hmm. in the world so when we are and sunflower seeds as well so for us growing up as children this was a snack mm -hmm. and I still eat sunflower seeds by bags I'm going to cry right now because you don't literally we just met for the first time right now but 
my biggest thing we have a garden um and that's another long story but you know fresh vegetables and my thing has always been down the whole path i love our sunflowers and we went to italy a couple of years ago and i brought home seeds and we planted them and i would love to just make this a, this is going to be a very huge sunflower patch this year and it is going to be for ukraine and we're just going to have to do something special around that thank you so much um i'm 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 so moved hmm. by. It's okay. It's okay. I want to thank you to everyone, everyone mm-hmm. who is wearing sunflowers mm-hmm. and wearing Ukrainian flag. And mm-hmm. the the meaning of Ukrainian flag, the yellow and blue. The blue is the sky. Yeah. And the yellow is the wheat. It's the harvest. Yeah. And that's what we are proud of, mm-hmm. to actually be one of the biggest agricultural suppliers in the world. And everyone is more horrified right now, because right now it's the time to actually prepare the fields. Yeah. And it's covered with bombs. Mm. So now the... All our farmers that are so brave, that are going out and starting this season, I'm praying for them to be safe. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to save not just Ukraine, but the rest of the world mm-hmm. that will require yep. corn, mm-hmm. wheat, sugar, and all other products that are being supplied by Ukraine. So it's mm-hmm. it's 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 a giant snowball effect. I would say especially too like in, you know, like you know, Greece and Italy and those areas, right? So I just want to tell you guys that Ukraine is second biggest country in Europe after Russia. Mm-hmm. The size of it is just unbelievable mm-hmm. and that's why it's so important to save it not not just for ukrainians mm-hmm. the symbol of ukraine right now and i think everyone can see it's a symbol of freedom mm-hmm. symbol of democracy because what they're fighting for it's not just to be ukraine mm-hmm. they just don't want to be now going to politics, <laughs> I'm going to say it. <laughs> they just want to be free and mm-hmm. they want to have a freedom of speech. And I think I don't have to say it that every person here in the United States, in Europe, everywhere in the world have a chance to see mm-hmm. news from every station. Yeah. And everyone can see what is actually going on mm-hmm. in Russia right now. Even people in Russia cannot come out and say we're against the war mm-hmm. because they're going to jail for 15 years I saw just that one to say person, yeah. that they're against war. And mm. this word is now illegal to even say the, world wo- the word war in mm-hmm. Russia. They're saying it's military operation. What operation it is to into the sadness for their for for them as well with these younger I had heard one story like these younger soldiers that thought that they were going over there to do humanitarian type work yes. and 
again, filled with goosebumps right now. And the next thing they know is they're given orders to, like, bomb people. And it's just awful in so many counts. We only have a few minutes left here. And, um, again, when you're talking about the sun and you're talking about the wheat and you're talking about sunflowers, it just reminds me that Mother Nature is just the most powerful, right? We always think that, right? But she's shining on Ukraine. And she is making sure she will, the, the sun will make you grow in the Ukrainian people. I just feel like you're like, you're the, you're just the fruit of the earth right now. Like you're, you're so strong. I've, the resilience that I'm seeing through the news of the Ukrainian people and the other people who live there, that they are not willing to give up their freedom and they're fighting for their freedom and their generations to come. And I just feel like your roots are there. That is your country. And you all deserve to be there. And I know for me, as little as I can do from here, I will do anything and everything that we can, right? And Thank you so much. Mel, I know you have a list of items. One of the things you said earlier was diapers. Is that something that they do want or don't want? They do not want They it. do not. I want everyone to understand that a lot of items are being shipped from Europe. Hmm. And most of them are available and it's not something it's not something that is you cannot find it okay it's the certain medication list that they're looking for i'm gonna let melissa say it real quick and um george you're just gonna have to uh let us give a couple more seconds here so they're looking for hydrogen peroxide ibuprofen acetaminophen um catheters uh, intubation tubes, decompression kit. We'll put all of this on Facebook, too. Yes, we will get this all on Facebook, and we'll stay in touch with you, Alana. Thank you so much, Alana, Bethany. Um, thank you so much, and we will make sure that everyone gets the word out. We will be one of your drop-off stations when you put everything together for us, and we'll make sure that we get everything that we can that you need, okay? Thank you so much. Sending your love to you, you and prayers. Thank you. All right, bye.